0: everyone, and welcome to your show, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani. Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow, and you have me today, and we're talking about marriage. Mm -hmm. We are. We're talking about marriage today, but a special part of marriage, having that incredible laughter in marriage, laughter in your marriage, all those wonderful joy-filled times that you have in your sacrament of holy matrimony, we want to talk about it today. Okay? I need your help. Can you fill the phone lines? Do you laugh in your marriage? Marty and I do. We're both the youngest children of big families. Marty's one of um, seven and I'm one of six. And it's just, we just love laughing all the time. Laughter is the best medicine. That's what we've, we've heard that said many times. So I need your help. Do you have laughter in your marriage? And if you don't, let's talk about it. Please. Here's the number this is your show. If you're listening, you're part of the Take Two family and Matt Gabinski's waiting to answer your call. So here's the number. I'm going to give it to you a couple times, but I know that you're going to fill the phone lines. And if you don't have laughter in your marriage, let's really, really have a deep discussion about it in a few short minutes. um, So we can hopefully bring a little levity into your life today. 833-288-3986. Okay, let's go Take Two family. It's Monday. Come on. I know you're still talking about the Super Bowl and everything that went on there and the commercials and who won and all that. And that's wonderful. But it's Monday. We have new uh, shows this week. We need your help. And so here is the number again, 833-288- Three nine eight six. If you cannot call in, then please make, make, maybe make your uh, comment on social media, YouTube, and Facebook. I'm waving to you. You got Michael McCall there, ready to pick up your comments. Ace McKay is at the controls, but I'd really like to hear your voice on this Monday. It's a great way to start the week. And actually, this this week, with Wednesday Ash Wednesday, begins Lent. So let's really talk about our marriages right now. This is very important. And let's bring a little laughter, really healthy, holy, joy-filled laughter into our marriages. I just wanted to say something real quickly about that. Marty and I try to laugh every single day, even when we're in the midst of many storms or things that have happened. Those of you who have listened to Take Two for... A little bit, You'll, you would have heard um, on various occasions about me sharing about my own journey for five years with second time with cancer. Five years. Yeah, that's five long years. So you got to keep a sense of humor to get through it, or it's going to be very difficult. And so Marty and I, as a part of our, our daily regimen, we bring in laughter, good, wholesome, holy laughter. I'm not talking about the the flippancy or the disrespectful or the blasphemous type things. I'm talking about just giggling until your belly hurts. You know, it's a good thing. It releases those feel-good hormones. And it really does make uh, the marriage even, even um, just better. It just makes it more exciting and just fun. As a matter of fact, I will share a story that happened um, this past weekend. I won't go into the details because I want to respect... Uh, Marty's privacy about it. And it wasn't a big deal, folks. It was not a big deal. But it's just, I'm, I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist, okay? I'm just going to say it. And so I want things done a certain way. And when Marty, in his just as normal, beautiful way, does things his way, it doesn't quite match up with the way that makes me feel comfortable. And so I started to get annoyed with him. And he decided to Turn it into something that was very funny, and we started laughing. I totally forgot about what it was that I was upset about. We just started laugh laughing. We went on with life, and it was so much better. It could have turned into a little bit of a, a little bit of an argument. Let's face it, and that wouldn't have been healthy, especially as since we're beginning Lent this week, and you know we went to confession. We want to stay in a state of grace as best we can, you know, and that's another thing, folks, please get to confession if you can. Um, so you can get in a state of grace, try to stay in a state of grace, especially during this very deep, uh, uh, season of Lent coming up. So let's talk about it. Laughter in marriage. Do you have it? Is it missing in your marriage? Why is it missing? Don't you have a sense of humor? I think all the Take Two family has a great sense of humor. Uh, Ace McKay has posted some pretty funny things on our Jerry and Debbie Facebook page, and you guys love it. You just pick pick it up and you share it and you make comments. So you guys have a sense of humor. So did have you brought that into your marriage? That's what I want to know. So fill those last open phone lines. Let's go. Come on, you guys. Don't leave me here all by myself. I'm trying to go for the sympathy here. I want you to feel sorry for me and I want you to pick up the phone and call. If you've never called into a talk show before, this is the one to call in, okay? I'm just saying, because we're very, very friendly and we're a lot of fun. Well, we think we're a lot of fun. And so far, you guys kind of agree with us. So here's the number, 833-288-3986. This world can be very depressing. Let's just face it. There are a lot of things out there right now that are really can get us down, right? There's a lot of division in our world. There's a lot of division in our church. You got to keep a sense of humor. I'm going to just keep saying that this whole entire show, just a little bit of it. It makes life just so much, I don't know, I just so much more bearable, right? right? Wouldn't you agree? So do you have laughter in your marriage? Okay. Enough of me talking. I want to hear from you. So let's go. 833-288-3986. I'm Debbie Giorgiani. Normally I'm here with Jerry Usher. He'll be back tomorrow. This is your show, Take Two, with Jerry and Debbie. And like we always say, you and you, you bring the wisdom. You bring the lived experience. You bring to the table all the details that we need to hear so we can learn and grow together. That's how the mystical body of Christ works. And that's how we roll here on take two. So uh, let's go fill up those last couple phone lines. You don't, it, listen, if you don't want to out your spouse, then use your confirmation name, okay? And you can just, I don't know, pick a different name for your spouse if you if you want to respect his privacy. I tried to do that with my little situation that I had with Marty this weekend, although it was turned out to be very, very funny. So I want to hear from you. 833 288 3986. And I just wanted to say, I mentioned the Facebook page, Jerry and Debbie, please like us there. We're trying to grow the family there as well. It's Jerry and Debbie. Just look for us there. Ace McKay posts every single day. He does a wonderful job. We also have the Divine Mercy messages for 2024. So you don't want to miss those. And today we're talking about laughter and marriage. Please call me. I want to hear from you. Okay, we're talking about having some laughter, some really good, fun times in your marriage. Now, you guys started to fill up almost every single phone line, and then I think you guys may may have backed away or or hung up or chickened out or something. Come on, call back. I shared what happened in my situation this weekend. You can share yours. 833 288 three, nine, eight, six. Okay. I need you to call in and speak to Matt Gabinski and tell us about laughter in your marriage. We're going to get to Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona in just a second. Jason, hold on, please. You're first up here on take two. Jerry, will be back tomorrow. I, but, but before that, I want to share, before we go to the phones, I want to share about new scientific evidence for the existence of God by Jose Carlos Gonzalez-Hutardo. This is the book you need to challenge atheists and agnostics to defend their ideologies logically and rationally and to fortify your own beliefs. You'll find empirical evidence for theism in a way that you can easily understand, and it explains how atheism twists reality to justify its view by selective skepticism Oh, that's a lot to take in. New scientific evidence for the existence of God by Jose Carlos Gonzalez Hurtado, available now by Catholic Shop EWTNRC dot com. That is a really good product. I think you guys should pick it up at EWTNRC.com. Okay, um, fill those last two phone lines because other people dropped off so that if you feel prompted by the spirit, now is the time to talk about your marriage. And you can brag about your marriage. I've been bragging about my marriage in a good way. I mean, it's... Listen... We're not a perfect couple in any, we're not, but we, we get along. We really do get along because we're both youngest children and we have a lot of fun. So if you have that in your marriage, please share it. 833-288-3986. Okay, Jason, you've been waiting so patiently in Flagstaff, Arizona. Sirius XM 130 is the way you're listening. Hi, Jason. Welcome to take two. Hey, thanks for
1: taking
2: my call. Um, conversation obviously being about laughter in the marriage, and uh, my marriage is struggling right now, and um, so the, the the challenge, I guess, is I always try to diffuse when we have arguments and disagreements. I try, uh, among other things, I will try to diffuse with laughter, um, and that can seem disrespectful to my wife at times. Like, I'm just trying to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. So... How you know how how can you approach humor in and uh, you know when it's maybe not necessarily the best tactic, but you know you're still right. trying to you know lighten the conversation. It's very heavy and personal, and you know mm-hmm. how do you interpret like now's not the time for laughter. Sure. sure. <laughs> you
0: know, oh, appropriate right. Appropriate
2: laughter, I
0: guess. Right. I was just gonna say that, Jason. You make some really good points here. Let me let me share a couple things because. Jerry and I have the life coaching ministry, Stand Tall Today, and folks can find us at standtalltoday.com. And we, we deal with this a lot. So let me just share a couple things. First, you really do need to respectfully get to the, to the root of the, of the issues that are happening. And sometimes people use laughter as a way to defer because they're they're nervous, they don't want to deal with certain things, so laughter is an, is one of those nervous ways of getting out of a situation that can be really um just that it makes you nervous, it, it it troubles you. And so I agree with you. Laughter works when there is a respect between um the especially in a marriage, the the husband and wife, when there's a respect that's that's there where you understand exactly what where they're come from is laughter becomes really annoying and problematic when it is thrown into a very serious situation, especially a situation of the heart, when people are wounded in ways and then laughter is thrown in, it can be, it can be, um, even more painful. So you have to determine, you have to determine, um, where you're at in the relationship so if there's things that need to be addressed, I would, in a very respectful way, even with, uh, especially with a third party, a professional person, like a coach or a counselor, a therapist, um, to help sort those things out. Because one of the things that happens in marriages, and I've been married a long time, um, is that you, if you sweep it under the carpet, it it, it doesn't get swept under the carpet the, it just it just grows it, it goes into other things and then it just really dismantles the bond, that trust that that trust bond that you have with your spouse. It, are the, some of the things'm I'm, I'm sharing does that resonate with the situation you're in?
2: Yeah, uh, for sure. I can say like you know because we're talking about laughter, I kept it focused on laughter, but there's definitely other ways that I also tend to you know veer off and it's a process that I'm learning about myself over the past few years as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, anyway, so I know that for sure, uh, affection and laughter are two ways that I will try to diffuse a conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
2: um, and the laughter is, you know, you're not usually in a mocking way. It's more me trying to make jokes or, or just, you know, definitely downplaying something. And, yeah, you're, you're and, trying and, to lighten
0: the mood, right?
2: Yeah, and and it's also effectively trying to move away from the topic because it's like, well, if we have to get to the root of it, then this is really going to get us, you know, because I recognize that I've got deep things that I haven't really fully addressed, you know, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. that cause me to, to act the way I act and that I haven't really ever, you know, I've always just kind of gone through life being me without mm-hmm. actually questioning why I uh, act or react the way I
0: do. Right. But Jason, Jason, the fact that you recognize that you're already 50% there to a solution. Okay. So the fact that you recognize that, that's a really good thing. And all you need to do is get the necessary practice and tools and tips or the help to, to let you, um, you know, fully, fully, um, live out who God created you to be in, in as a, and as a wonderful husband. Um, and, and I think that is, that's important. And I think sometimes we recognize that we may have these things that we grew up with or character defects or whatever, or the way we do st- things. And we recognize and we go, oh, that's just who I am. No, that doesn't have to be that way. We, we can all improve. That's the beauty of, of this, this being human, being human beings. We can improve and grow and learn. So I would encourage you since you recognize those things, and it sounds like maybe your wife has maybe pointed some of those things out possibly because you're in relationship. Um, I would continue to explore getting some more, some more, um, needed, um, tools and, and a, a, a practice, a plan in place for you to live out your best life. What do you say, Jason?
2: Yeah, I agree for sure. I recognize uh Yeah, that was a little, I started getting a little cherry eye just now because you were pointing things out that like, okay, I've recognized these things. I need to start taking action.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things we hear all the time when people, when couples come to us, we do a lot of couples coaching and they'll say a a lot of the, um, one, one spouse will say, well, they knew this when, that, when they married me, you know, why are they trying to change me? They knew I was like this. I understand that, but, but we're all meant to be to, to grow and be better, and and see, and I'm glad that maybe hit you deep in your heart, Jason, because this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, journey for you, and you're going, you're in, you're right, two days before Lent starts. How amazing is that, Jason? This is going to be a great Lent for you. Yeah, very cool. Well, call us again. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing from your heart. I think it's wonderful. I mean, that great call. Absolutely fabulous call. um, Because we all need to hear that. And that's for all of us. You know, let's keep improving. That's why I that's why I stress all the time. We are the body of Christ. OK, we are meant to work together. We're meant to support one another. When when one of the of the body of Christ is hurting, we all should be hurting. When one is rejoicing, we all should be rejoicing. We're in this together and and we all have similar problems. That's why take two is just perfect um, for us to come together and learn and grow together. Let's hear what Jackie has to say in Cheyenne, Wyoming on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Jackie. Um, actually, it's Kathy. Oh, Kathy, it says it's Jackie Kathy. on the board. Jackie's a nice name, too. Yeah. But hi, Kathy. Let me start over. Welcome. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's Kathy and Cheyenne. Yeah, and we can laugh about that, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you're doing a great job, by the way. We miss Jerry, you. but you're doing great. Thank um, you. I actually had a... I've, I've been so blessed my whole life. I grew up with 13, 12 siblings. And uh, my dad... In the evening, Mom would be trying to, you know, help finish up homework and whatever. My dad, he would take the little toddlers, because there are seven younger than me, he'd take the toddlers and lay them out on the floor in the living room and just go from kid to kid, tickling back and forth and back and forth. And then the older kids would pile in, and they'd come through and tickle and tickle just to get all the little kids, like, laughing. And and um, we just grew up with Laughter being kind of important, and it really helped diffuse a lot of um, mm-hmm. stuff. And my husband, we're, we're blended. I have a late husband. Um, he has an ex, but he is just the happiest fellow. And he, he and his dad both have this little snicker they do when there's like <laughs> – you know when they're winning a game or something like that, and it's like, okay, I can see that snicker coming. So what's going on in there? And uh, we'll start laughing over cards. We play cards <clears throat> rather than watching TV and stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll I'll laugh at him because we'll play play Yahtzee and he always loses, and we'll he'll he'll laugh because I we're playing cribbage or something and I right. always lose. So. <laughs> So we just, we just kind of have fun with each other, and now it's like, okay, I'm going to play Yachty with you. If you mm-hmm. play cribbage with me, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it really does diffuse a lot of situations, especially with kids these days, you know? Yeah, and, so, and, and there's always... Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead. Yeah.
5: Well, um, Kathy, and Kathy thing,
0: go ahead. Go ahead, Kathy.
5: My my parents would also, like, if, if you had little spills or a little mess or something, If it, it was an uh-oh, uh-oh moment. And so the kids wouldn't feel so bad about doing it. They'd figure out how to fix it or clean it up or whatever. But right. things right. weren't – we tried not to make a big thing deal
0: out of things. Don't cry yeah. over spilt milk. I, I get it. But, Kathy, you know, here's the interesting thing that you just said. Your dad would line the kids up and you know he would he would have fun, get everybody laughing. and that just that that laughter in the home is is a beautiful sound because it it a lot of times, oftentimes now, there are a lot of homes out there that there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of, you know uh, division. And when you can bring that just really wholesome laughter, especially of children, how beautiful is that to hear children there's some you know they say the videos the viral videos on on the uh, internet the, some of the ones that people watch the most are children laughing just with that belly laugh and that that machine gun laugh where they can't they can't catch their breath and they just keep giggling It is a beautiful sound and you have to imagine that God is loving that because he said, Jesus said, I came for you to have life and to have it to the full. What does that mean? For us to experience everything as human beings and with all of our senses and and we know that laughter releases the feel-good hormone, so it's good for us in in our bodies. And and I just I love that, Kathy, that your dad did that. And I think we need more of that because there's there's a lot of um tension and stress and fear and anxiety and all the negative things, all the things that are not of God that is going around in our homes but let's bring some wholesome laughter and not the um the laughter that causes us to sin. We don't want that. We don't want to make fun of somebody else or do anything like that and that causes us to sin or to to be um to to be blasphemous of of our lord or our lady. We don't want that. But the healthy laughter I think is is just angelic. What do you say to that, Kathy? Well,
5: absolutely and um also can, it can also help help you find a positive in a negative situation.
4: Mm-hmm. We
5: all grew up playing sports and stuff, and, and um, it wasn't necessarily laughter but positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so you lost the game, but you got your first hit. You got a really good hit. You know, you got on base. You did your part. And mm-hmm. even even if you were a bench warmer, my dad would say, And my mom, too, because somebody was always at one of our games or practice. Even if you sit on the the bench, this is a whole team, and you get to be the team's biggest fan. Right. And you became the cheerleader on the bench, you know. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're laughing because um, sometimes people take things so seriously that they forget. That it's probably not that big of a problem or not that important. Yep. And sometimes yep. out of laughter, you can find a positive good mm-hmm. out of a negative situation. So, yeah, totally
0: agree, Kathy. One of our most popular shows here on Take Two is our is our Give Me a Clean Joke Day, and uh, so the Take Two family likes to laugh. You know, give us your best joke and and. It's it's a beautiful thing when we can come together with with that kind of laughter just to lighten up everything because we do live in a very heavy world. Kathy, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for weighing in on this conversation. Okay, so we're going to get back to the phones. Kathy just freed that phone line 833 288 three, nine, eight, six. If you have laughter in your marriage, call in. If you don't call in. Anna Marie says, a little boy asked his father, daddy, how much does it cost to get married? His dad said, I don't know, son. I'm still paying. my hubby is full of jokes like this and we both try to laugh with each other very often thank you Anna Marie, that was great see that they give us your best clean joke is one of our popular shows i just love it fill the phone line there and tell us about laughter in your marriage give us your wisdom 833-288-3986 and stay tuned in this is your show take two with jerry and debbie and you are keeping me company today i really appreciate it thanks take two family you guys are awesome filling up those phone lines and sending your comments in you can always email us at take two at ewtn.com as well comes right to us. I want to just say a congratulations uh, to two more members of the EWTN radio family. His Mercy Radio, 107.9 FM in Grants Pass, Oregon, is celebrating nine years with us this week, and Sacred Heart Radio, 100.7 in Plainview, Texas, is celebrating 20 years with EWTN. So congratulations to Connie Murphy at KJCR, and Willie Hernandez at KOLF from your friends here at EWTN. Way to go, guys. Um, Wow, that's just huge. Nine years and 20 years. I keep saying it. Think how many souls are being touched by Catholic radio. That's another thing, too. If you're thinking of giving something up for Lent, why don't you give up just the regular cable and the regular TV and just watch EWTN television and listen to Catholic radio? Wouldn't that be fabulous? What a great Lent you'll have. I'm just saying. Steve in Moose Lake, uh, Minnesota on Real Presence Radio. You're up next. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Take Two.
3: Hi, Debbie. I called in because you said you didn't want to be lonely, and I don't think you're having problems here. Got a lot <laughs> of calls
0: coming in. Thank you. Thank you, sir. But I'm glad you called.
3: Oh, thank you. Well, I just wanted to say um, I've, I I listened to Jason, and I, um, I've been married 41 years. I can... Vouch for where he's at. Um, it, it has happened in our marriage, off and on. Um, I guess what I've learned, and, and first of all, I don't think we'd still be married if we didn't have laughter in our in our home. I think what I did, and I don't know if this is—I've gone through depression several times in my life. Um, I'm just going to use my wife's uh, um, name that she picked for her saint Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went through that with me, and and it was really difficult. I think if if I kind of heard between the lines and, and thinking of my own situation, I had some I have at times inappropriate, um, comic, relief if you want if you want to say that. In other words, sometimes I'll say something and I don't think it it's offensive to anyone, but my wife will look at me like, "Oh my gosh, did you really just say that?" And I've had to, like you said very eloquently, I've had to kind of hone my skill and learn that, you know, everything isn't a cut-up. There are people out there, everybody's different, which is great, because the world would be pretty boring if it wasn't. And there are just some people that are very serious, very sober, and it's it's not a bad thing. So I've had to adjust to that a little, and I think it's helped uh, our marriage.
0: You know that is interesting what you just said Steve because you do have to take a pulse you do have to kind of survey who you're with right you can't just go into a situation and say okay I think this is funny so I'm going to I'm going to lay this on everybody and everybody's going to chuckle and everybody's going to laugh that doesn't always work out like that we know that from those that like to be the life of the party right they'll they'll go into a situation they they think they're very funny and so they'll go into every situation whether whether it's alcohol infused or not and they'll just be the life of the party and people will go oh that was obnoxious i can't stand that person because you know they're just always making a fool of themselves and they're trying to laugh about everything so you do have to survey the situation and then pull back because i know that I have certain siblings in my family, Steve, that they think (laughs) they think I'm really funny. So I can I can pretty much say anything and they start giggling. And then I have other siblings that they kind of go, oh, Debbie, would you just knock it off? So um, what do you think about that, that to take that time and really try to um, see who your quote unquote audience is?
3: Right. And then, you know, again, piggybacking on what uh, Jason was kind of uh, hinting at is, there's times, too, in a marriage when, you know, my wife is one like you, it sounds like. She will not, she has the sundown rule. We're not going to go to bed, Matt. You are going to get this talked out. I don't care if you want to or not. And a lot of men I know, a lot of my friends and acquaintances, and I even even my two, for, for sure my one son-in-law, aren't that way. Get away. Leave me alone. I need time. Well, I think what most men need to do though is say, okay, I give, just give me some time, but I promise I will let's talk we'll get this done tonight, whether it's you know, just kind of get the dust out. Of it. and um, and I at times would joke at those times and that really ticked my wife off and and um, and I know I just know from experience that this that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Not when, not when it's serious, not when it's, we need to get this done. know, this is a big thing in our relationship, but it, you know, and it needs to get settled. So,
0: Again, you make another great point. Um, it's it's very important when we step away from a situation that it could be a wound of the heart. If we need some time or we need to compose ourselves or, or gather our thoughts, it's important to reassure uh, our spouse that we will be back, that we still love them, that things are going to be okay and we'll get to the bottom of it. And And to have that kind of understanding set up ahead of time before things come up. And uh, we always say that in life coaching, Steve. If you're going, if somebody is going to walk out of the room or take a time out, please make sure you you tell your spouse when you're coming back, and and so that there isn't this kind of, um, you know, it, it just heightens everything of all the the frustration and the anger. So, any final comments on that?
3: No, just keep up the good work. I really enjoy your show.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Steve. I'm I'm so grateful to you that you called in and got in um, because the show does get packed and goes really fast. So when you get in, everybody's like pretty excited that they get through and on air. So thank you, Steve. And Steve just th- uh, freed that phone line. So if you'd like to dial in, you still have time. 833-288-3986. That's the number to call if you want to talk about laughter and marriage Wholesome, healthy, holy laughter. Let's hear what Marianne has to say in Bluntsville, Alabama, listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Marianne.
4: Oh, hi. How are you, Debbie? Um, I used to live in Remlap, by the way, but I moved praise report. I reconciled with my husband after five years, praise God. And we're laughing a lot. Boy, does it feel good to laugh. I haven't laughed in a long time. (laughs) Anyway, I just have to say he's a hoarder. I'm am a semi hoarder. I'm getting better because I used to live with my son and daughter-in-law, and they don't they get rid of everything. So anyway, when I'm as I'm moving back in, I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff, and some of the stuff in the house is disappearing slowly <laughs> because it's so old. But one of the things we cracked up about, my husband has a pair of shoes that were his late brothers and they have, you know, the shoes, the patent leather shoes in the seventies with the, the belt, the, the buckle over the, you know, the top of the shoe. Oh yeah. They had, they had them in white. You're probably too young to remember that. They uh, had no, in no, white I remember. And, Go ahead. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. They had them in white and they had them in black. Mm-hmm. Well, he had, his brother died and he kept the shoes. Well, the, every time I look at them, I start laughing. He's like, what are you laughing at? I am like, your shoes. He's got like nice shoes for Sunday. So, the so Sunday morning, he gets up real early, goes to have the rosary before Mass. He's in church. He looks down. He's got those old, there's hardly any patent <laughs> leather left on them. And he looks down and, and he comes, and I go to, till, till we settle it, I go to another Catholic church because I love Father Jim Hederman. Love him, love him, love him. So, anyway, I go to Corpus Christi. He goes to St. Boniface. So, anyway, He looks down, sees the shoes. So I'm getting ready to go to my 930 mask. And Mm -hmm. he said, I said, what are you doing here? He said, look at my shoes i went oh no he said i looked down and saw the shoes and i couldn't do it he said they'd be taking up a collection for me to get me
0: new shoes. shoes right
4: oh right. thank god we laughed it's so you know, he's got a great sense of humor and i think i do too i got the irish sarcasm the wit my dad has but mm-hmm. it's so good to laugh praise mm-hmm. god and i thank everybody who's prayed for me to get through this and there's still reconciliation with my son and daughter-in-law and members of my family but it's a valid marriage. You got to do what God wants. So yeah, it's, yeah. there's so many graces. I'm so thankful, and I'm seven minutes from Mother's Shrine now. The the you know the in in Hansville. In Hansville. So it's, right. it's, Yeah, it's glorious. So,
0: well, yeah. congratulations <laughs> and pr- and <laughs> praise you. God for the reconciliation. That is wonderful. And you're laughing and that is, that's so glorious. You just have to imagine that's putting a smile on God's face and how wonderful that is. And all of heaven's rejoicing that you guys have reconciled and having fun at this, at this chapter, in, in this chapter of your life. I love that, Marianne. I'm so, I'm so grateful to God that you called in. We need to build more confidence in God to, to, um, show that God is still, in the miracle business, bringing people together, reconciling, having, or having fun through it all. You can have, you can have laughter through sadness and pain. You really can. You know who's a perfect example of that, Marianne, real quickly before I let you go? Padre Pio. A lot of people don't realize this, but Padre Pio, a, a, a great saint with many, many gifts. He had an incredible quick wit. Did you know that, Marianne? Yes, I
4: did know it. Do you remember mm-hmm. the one thing I can think of immediately? The dead baby in the suitcase? Do you, do you know that story? The I mother don't. Had the baby on, well, the mother had the baby on the train, mm-hmm. and she was the baby was very ill, and the baby died just before she got to see Padre Pio. So she put the baby in a suitcase. She didn't know what to do. She brought it up the steps, and he said to her, what are you doing with that baby in the suitcase? You're trying to smother that baby? Open that suitcase. Of course, the baby was totally healed.
0: Yes. He had a great sense of humor. Yes. Wow. Wow. I did not know that story. Thank you for sharing it. See, that's so you have a great we have a great saint who's a fabulous role model for us who had many, many spiritual gifts and he had a great sense of humor. Marianne, thank you so much. God bless you. Keep smiling, um, and you, you're giving people a lot of hope today. We're getting some comments coming in. They they love your your call. So if you'd like to get in and share about laughter and your marriage, if you have a lot of good laughter in your marriage, or maybe you don't, and you you want to talk about it, let's talk about it today and see if we can walk away with a with you having a better marriage. That's what it's all about. That's why we do this show. Eight three three. 288 3986 Before we go to Anne in San Antonio, Texas, Anne, hold on one second. I just wanted to share Fathers Know Best. Monday through Friday morning, 4 Eastern, Eastern time on EWTN Radio. Drawing from the rich EWTN library, we bring you great retreat teachings, uh, lectures, and exclusive EWTN programs hosted by priests you know and trust. You'll hear from Father Larry Richards, Father John Ricardo, Father Benedict Rochelle, and many more. So it's great. Fathers know best on EWTN radio. Okay, Anne, you've been waiting so patiently in San Antonio, Texas, calling in from Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Ann. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Go right ahead. Yes, thank you.
1: Um, my marriage lacks laughter. It lacks happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband seems to be emotionally detached from me, and I'm not so sure how to turn things around.
0: Okay. Is he open, Anne, to going to a retreat or a... Uh, like a marriage encounter or something of that nature or going to some kind of coaching or therapy?
1: Probably not. Okay. He, Is he, he... he doesn't believe in those things.
0: Okay, okay. Is he open to reading something?
1: No, he doesn't read. Um, I think that he's probably undiagnosed with because my son has it, and they're like two drops from the same, you know, Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know how you know to bring happiness. Okay, if he's emotionally detached from me.
0: Sure. Do you ever see him happy, Anne? When he's doing something like a hobby or watching something on TV, do you ever see him smile and and chuckle a bit?
1: Yeah, he's he's a great dad to the kids. He's always having fun with them. Mm-hmm. Um, he's. He's great with other people. He's great with everybody around, all his family, you know. But it's just when it comes to me, he's always been emotionally detached. And I mean, we have our kids, and our kids are just the only things holding our marriage together. Because there's nothing mm-hmm. else besides our kids that we have.
0: Sure, sure. How many children?
1: <laughs> we have four.
0: You have four. And and um, do you are they all still living in the home? Um. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to share something with you. First of all, you're a beautiful mom. Okay, it's obvious that you love your family and you're you're honoring your your sacrament of marriage. And you know you're you're very dedicated to your fa- to your your marriage and family and what you know to be right. That God has given you as a vocation. It breaks my heart, Anne, that that you're you are bringing these, this emotion right to the surface, that means that you're, it really does bother you deeply and you want it to be better. What I would do is is possibly um, take it, obviously I'm sure you have done this already, but take it to deep prayer. We're going into Lent and, and make this a part of your Lenten journey and really specifically ask God, especially during the consecration during Mass, Ask God to open up your husband's heart and have him connect with you in a way that is going to be satisfying to you, um, from from your emotional standpoint. Obviously, go to Our Lady, Lady Undoer of Knots. But you know, I'm I'm assuming that this is your birth name, Anne. You've got the Mother of the Blessed Mother, Saint Anne. Go to her; she is powerful. Feast day is July twenty sixth. That's her feast day. Start now, make it from now until her feast day, July twenty sixth, to go to Saint Anne and ask her to really help so you can have a fulfilling emotional marriage with your husband being connected to you. Because it's got it's got to hurt you, and I just feel it because I'm a mom too. If your husband is good to the children but is not showing that same type of a uh, loving connection to you—that's gotta hurt deeply. Am I right about that?
5: Yes, it does. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's very—that's unfortunate because it shouldn't be that way. He should be showing you the very, the very best of himself to you first, and then to his children. So, if he's capable of doing it for his children, somehow we have to get to the root of this and 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 spiritually ask all of heaven all the angels and saints to help us with this so that he can connect with you and give the best of himself to you first. What do you say to that? I'm going to be praying for this. I put you and your whole family in our book. Is that okay? Can I pray for that?
5: Yes. Thank you.
0: Okay. But don't lose hope. Be, be of peace and joy. See, here's the thing. He's still, he's committed to you and your family. So he's committed to the family. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So stick with what's good. Okay. And you fill yourself with that peace, love, and joy and, and get very, as you are, get very tight with God. Okay. And don't let anything rob you of that and keep that joy through it. You can do it. It's, it's difficult, but you can do it. So you have to always remember the good things about the fact that your husband is committed to the family. So We're going to storm heaven, Anne, and we're going to look for forward movement during this Lent. So when it happens, I'm not going to say if, but when it happens, please call us back or email us, okay? Okay. Okay, Anne. Thank you for calling. That was was really tough, but I will tell you folks that we hear that a lot in coaching. We get a lot of couples in a similar situation. And I'm just saying, if you're one of those spouses that is emotionally distant from your from your wife or your husband, you better really think about that long and hard because that's not fair to do. It's, it's very, it's, it's so hard on the heart. It really is. So please get connected with your spouse somehow. There's, there's resources out there. There's books there's programs, there's counseling, there's coaching. It's out there folks. So there's no excuse for that to sit back and just continue to do that to your spouse. So please, if if you're one of those distant spouses, do something today to connect because it's, it's the right thing to do. It really is. It's right by God. It's, it's, you don't want to hurt your spouse. That's the last person you want to hurt. Okay. Karen is up next in Lawrenceville, Georgia, listening on our friends at the quest. Hi, Karen.
6: Hi, Debbie. I really enjoy uh, listening to your show. so Thank you. um, I'm glad I tuned in today. Um, what I wanted to say was it's uh, like you, it, it hurts my heart so much to hear these couples who don't have the laughter in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Jason is, is the reason why i I called originally and listening to Anne is the same. Um, my husband and I went through retrovi. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, it's been um, almost 12 years, and we're very involved with the program. And what, what we have learned through there is that um, when we sometimes cover how we really feel with, with laughter and try to hide our true selves, uh, put on that mask,
4: mm-hmm.
6: um, it, it's not effective communication. Right. And it, it, it is possible for, for couples to learn that effective communication that really helps them understand one another without the, the cover of, of the, the mask of, of laughter. Um, but laughter is so important. Um, my husband has a beautiful sense of humor, and he, he just can, can make me laugh over silly things and it's it's just so good for the soul as you have said um, and you know releases endorphins and is physically mm-hmm. helpful as well so I just would encourage these couples that that don't have that joy in their married life um, find a retrovi program mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there is hope and there is healing and that is what God wants or I.
0: Absolutely. Karen, I can't thank you enough for calling in. I had shared marriage encounter for those um, marriages that need some added support. But Retrovi is is amazing. And it's at it's at helpourmarriage.org. dot help our marriage.org. And it really is a, an intense and very um, effective program to go through to to really build strong marriages and get that effective communication and the good communication and to and to heal those wounds and to keep going. Karen, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I thank you so very much. So helpourmarriage.org. Um, that's what Karen's referring to, retrovi. There's also marriage encounter. You've got Catholic counselors. The Pop Checks do a great job. Um, we do ca- uh, coaching at standtalltoday.com. But uh, really, folks, there's. <laughs> I agree with Karen. There's help out there. So we can't really make any excuses of why things are, are breaking down in our marriages. And, let, and just know this, that the, the demons are wanting to break your marriage. They don't like the sacrament of matrimony. They don't like it they don't want it they hate it they don't like it so we need to protect our marriages protect them and heal them maria in Hillsboro, uh missouri on covenant radio maria welcome real quickly i can i'm trying to squeeze you in
6: sure thank you um my call is just about if if my husband is wonderful on paper he's great with the kids um but we are like sliding doors. Anytime I bring anything up, I have to drag them to it. Um, it's got to be in a calendar. I've got to remind them. The, the, any, any kind of connection whatsoever. If I bring anything emotional, it's, oh, you're fine. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Or uh, there's just some kind of, you know, deflection or avoidance. Or if it's too serious, I, I get standoff for a few days of, no conversation.
0: Right. And then it's got to be painful, right?
6: Oh, my, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, a little yeah. narcissist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, again, um, if there's any way at a good time to insert something for him to read, or if he's, if he's open to anything, I would, I would definitely take that opportunity to not overwhelm him, but just slowly let him see things uh, from your point of view. That's the important thing. That's what we do in coaching. We always, we always say to, to folks, you know, can you see this other person's come from, do you see it? And they'll say, yeah, but I don't, I sort of, or I don't want to see it. Well, we need to, if we're going to connect soul to soul, and especially in a marriage, we very much have to see where that other person's come from is. And so we're going to pray. I'm going to add you and, and um, your... Um, your marriage to Maria, along with all the other ones that are coming in. I'm going to add them to the prayer book. And I'm going to personally, I know the Take-Two family will join me in this. I'm going to take it on during during Lent, Maria, and and pray for all these wonderful marriages. What do you
6: say? Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: Absolutely. Call us and let us know when you get some forward movement there. Paul in California, thank you for calling in. Sorry we couldn't get to you. uh, But tomorrow there's another show. And so that's wonderful. I want to thank the um, show team. Matt Gabinski did a fine job on the uh, phones today. Ace McKay at the controls and Michael McCall on social media. Please, again, you can always email us at take two at EWTN.com. Jerry's will be back tomorrow. So that's great. We're going to be talking about feast before the fast. Yep. It's Shrove Tuesday. It's Fat Tuesday. It's Mardi Gras. We're going to be talking about feasting before the fast tomorrow, uh, the day before Lent starts. So Wow, it's going to be another great show. I just want to thank the Take Two family. You guys kept me great company today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you so very, very much. And uh, so with that, we're gonna we're going to wrap this wonderful episode up. But if you want to share it, you can share it on Facebook and YouTube and all that all those wonderful social media platforms. Please do so. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask Saint Benedict of Anian. Please pray for us.